Do, do, do. You'll never stop the Simpsons. Have no fears. We've got stories for years. Like Marge gets a cell phone. I think that's how that song goes. It's very good. I didn't make it up. <laughs> you didn't make it up. No. It's a real Simpsons song. I like it. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Richard. Welcome to Daily Chit Chat. Join us every weekday as we talk about what's streaming, what we're loving, where we're going, and maybe some obscure references. Let's Let's chit chat. chat. You'll never stop the Simpsons. Have no fears. We've got stories for years. Like Bart becomes a robot. Baby Mo gets a cell phone. Has Bart ever owned a bear or... How about a crazy wedding where something happens and do 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 have no fears we've got stories for years so in continuation in solidarity with our yesterday's episode we bring to you another classic thanksgiving television masterpiece i assume yeah i would consider this a great Thanksgiving episode. We're talking about Simpsons season two, episode seven, Bart versus Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Gobble, gobble, let's do it. Gobble, gobble. So, did you, were you like me when you were watching back this episode and noticing just how far we've come with The Simpsons after all these many, many years that I noticed the animation? You could kind of see more pencil to paper and discoloration. Like it wasn't, it felt like it was painted and drawn instead of it's the Simpsons now is a cartoon that has perfect lines and perfect colors. Cause you know, it's probably all enhanced with computers. Like they probably do very little actual hand drawing for the Simpsons anymore. I think. I just, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Why does Disney Plus have to crop <gasps> the classic Simpsons episodes to fit widescreen? Just let us see it in the original square TV format. I don't care if there's yeah. black bars on the left and the right. Yeah, if they're not going to add in animation on the left and the right to make it true true widescreen just have those black bars saying add animation to the left and the right like that's i'm pretty sure it's happened on other cartoons for who for whom for who richard rocky and bullwinkle underdog yeah i'm pretty sure their dvd sets had extra animation on the sides and the simpsons they just cropped it all out so now we have less simpsons instead of more what are you talking about there what in 1989, they were like, hey, even though this is a TV show made for TVs and TVs are only squares, we're going to letterbox widescreen no. our animation. And but then they would who... cut it. They would cut it with scissors and then throw it off to the side. And then they would make um, decorative paper chains out of the remnants. What are you talking about? I'm talking about if you want to restore extra animation you in 2020 have to go back and you have to add in the sides 
So you have to do it. The person who's animating the new Simpsons will have to go back and pretend like they're animating the old Simpsons and give some extra information on the edges. Don't just crop it. Spend a million dollars and give us more. I want to see Santa Little Helper's tail. Even though it has nothing to do with the episode, I want to see the tail of Santa's Little Helper. I want to see one extra part of their banister on the staircase. Yeah, you know they have the technology now to do that. I don't think that's a thing. Um, listeners, please, please talk to us on Twitter at Daily Chat underscore. Is this a real thing that exists or is this a fever dream that Richard is trying to gaslight me into? <laughs> Could be all of the above. We don't know. I think we do know. I think some of us just don't want to know. Um, I will say another thing is... I watched the newest episode of The Simpsons that came out on Sunday, I think. And I compared it to our rewatching of this classic Thanksgiving episode of The Simpsons. And what I think is cool about the older ones is it's more relatable. Like mm-hmm. the family the family dynamic is very like classic storytelling. Whereas now they did an episode about true crime podcasts and it kind of goes all over the place and it's still really good and really funny and relatable, but not classic relatability. I stopped watching new episodes of the Simpsons maybe five years ago. Hmm. So I'll take your word for it. For me, classic Simpsons is seasons like three through 11 that's where i really find that sweet spot but today we were talking about a season two episode it's a thanksgiving episode the simpsons really didn't make many thanksgiving episodes as most people know they've really focused on halloween they do the treehouse of horror every year and they have a pretty good track record for christmas episodes as well but looking through there it was interesting when i looked for Simpsons Thanksgiving episodes, three were listed, but this is the only one that actually really focuses on Thanksgiving. The other two that were listed, it's like mm-hmm. kind of happening around the time of Thanksgiving, but they don't really focus on the day and the meal and everything like that. So that's why I oh. said, let's watch this one because it's really all about Thanksgiving. And so there's really not much to to the setup other than it's thanksgiving day the simpsons family is at home yes we know that uh grandpa simpson's gonna come for dinner we know that marge's sisters patty and selma are gonna come and we Mm -hmm. also know that marge's mom is gonna come which isn't that exciting yeah she really her character kind of like jumps around because isn't there an episode later than where grandpa simpson and Marge's mom fall in love with each other, but then Mr. Burns sweeps her off her feet, Mrs. Bouvier. Yeah, but this episode, they have, like, no interaction, nothing to do with each other. Marge's mom, Mrs. Bouvier, is, like, classic passive-aggressive mother. Love her so much. Um, Everything about this episode, actually, I'll circle back to Marge's mom, but 
Bart Bart helping Marge in the kitchen. Ma, can I do anything to help you? And she's like, oh, yes, that would be wonderful, Bart. Could you get the cranberry sauce? Where is it? I can't find it. Oh, it's in the it's in that drawer. Oh, oh, here it is. OK, now what? What do I do now? What? Uh, well, get the can opener and open it up for me, Bart. And he's like, it's not working. It's broken. It's broken. It's not working. And then she opens it. And then all he does is put it into a bowl. And she's like, all right, now once it's in the bowl, make sure it goes in the fridge. And he's gone. Yeah. And I love that it was such an earnest thing of, can I help you? And he did nothing but make it harder on her. Yes. All, all he really did was just dump it from the can into the bowl. But yeah, like you were saying, that is a real representation of how it goes in a lot of families yeah. where like a kid is trying to help, but they just don't have the knowledge <laughs> or the skill set to actually be of any use in the kitchen. Um, and the mom, when she comes over, she has laryngitis, so she's going to try to keep her speaking to a minimum and just say th- things like, <laughs> I-, I don't remember the exact lines, but it's something like, I, I don't agree with any of your choices or I don't like you or I'd yes everything she she makes a point of saying I don't have much voice left so I'm only going to say one thing this was terrible <laughs> I mean like she really makes a point of like I don't have much to say and then what she says is just very cutting and mean I loved uh, it and then the comments fact- on her daughter as a cook, as a mother, as a wife, as a housekeeper, just yeah. the, the most cutting of remarks. And poor Marge is trying so hard. Um, and so, you know, dinner's dinner's being cooked. And then upstairs, Lisa is in her room. She's been working for hours and hours, more hours than she could even calculate on a centerpiece that features oh i know three women who should have more recognition in her opinion and those three women are georgia o'keefe susan b anthony and marjorie stoneman douglas and she's explaining all of this to maggie maggie's just staring at her because maggie's a baby and then uh, there's a little asmr for anybody who's into that type of thing from richard and she says maggie do you want to contribute as a simpson woman to this centerpiece and maggie like has a crayon and she like just makes these little scribbles which mean nothing because she's a baby but lisa is so earnest and sweet she embraces maggie and she's like thank you thank you for contributing now now two of the simpsons women have contributed to this centerpiece it was very sweet it was very sweet classic lisa simpson i love it yeah because she puts time and effort into her projects and they're very meaningful and she was like a a feminist before you know before a lot of people she's like a little icon for little girls growing up i'm sure yeah yeah and now patty and selma have arrived and marge greets they brought yes yes do you remember what they brought (laughs) they bring food they brought food (laughs) but they didn't they brought like you know like oh here's some nuts that we can snack on while we wait do you remember what they brought uh it was something like a potato dish or like one of them brought they were like main more main courses yes one of them brought swedish meatballs and the other one brought trout almondine 
Oh, that's right. And that, well, we know that your turkeys have been dry um, on a regular basis. So in case somebody wants another option. Yes, they straight up bring two other main courses. <laughs> Poor Marge. I know. She's like, I told you not to bring anything. <laughs> yeah. And then... So I started this episode by singing, you know, a random Simpsons song. I love all of the songs, the original music that is put into episodes of Simpsons. And so I had forgotten that this one comes from this Thanksgiving episode. So it's now right. Super Bowl halftime show. Homer has left. He's in the car. He's getting his dad. And so he's listening to the radio broadcast of the halftime show. <laughs> And now, get set for our fabulous halftime show, featuring the well-groomed young go-getters of Hooray for Everything! Oh, I love those kids. They've got such a great attitude. Ladies and gentlemen, Hooray, Hooray for, for everything. everything invites you to join Doing them in a salute to the greatest hemisphere on Earth. The Western, the Western hemisphere. hemisphere. The dancingest of all the hemispheres. All. And the song is... I think they use that in other episodes as well for different kinds of background music, but what a jam. Yeah. What a jam that keep on dancing Western Hemisphere, <laughs> yes. the dancingest of all the hemispheres. Yeah, that was pretty fun. And so I think I think um also on the television they were talking about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade too. Homer's watching it and Bart is like, who are these cartoons that they're, you know, showing? Like, like you don't know, like you were saying underdog and different, you know, old cartoons. And they're, he's referencing a bunch. He's like, I don't know who they are. And then they kind of look away, but on the TV screen, there's a, a big blimp of a, a Bart. Of, Simpson, uh, Bart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very meta. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which I don't know then if Bart had his own Thanksgiving parade balloon by season two, or if that was a prediction, but there's definitely a, in reality, a Bart Simpson yeah. balloon at this point in the year 2020. So either they were very prophetic or which they oftentimes are on the Simpsons or it, it was right on the cusp of their popularity. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and then I love this line from the the people that are supposed to be like the the Thanksgiving football game commentators, which is oh yeah. Uh, also, did I accidentally call it the Super Bowl earlier? I can't remember now. It's definitely not the Super oh, Bowl. It's just the Thanksgiving right. game, which a lot of people watch because it's always the the Cowboys that play on thanksgiving so sorry if i accidentally called it the super bowl a minute ago i honestly don't remember but i just had a flash of a nightmare like i was <laughs> naked in front of my class trying to take a test so this this line though the the um the commentator says the stadium is much too big for flash photography to work but no one seems to care that's right and that's very relatable. <laughs> I don't think I knew that until I watched this episode of The Simpsons. Like, it makes sense once you think about it, but I didn't really think about it until it was pointed out. Like, oh, yeah, the flash, like the 10 feet, the 12 feet. Like three to six feet. Yeah, in front of your camera. 
but it doesn't yeah. matter. It is fun though when you're watching <laughs> big events happening in stadiums. It you know like equivalent of people holding up lighters. It's fun to look at all the different flaps. Oh yeah, because you see it and it's like cool. Elisa uh, brings down her beautiful centerpiece but then bart comes in with the turkey surprise surprise bart is rude and dismissive of lisa's hard work and her feelings he tosses it aside Mm -hmm. it lands in the fireplace it immediately burns up and the parents say go to your room bart he's incensed he doesn't think he did anything wrong he runs away from home. He winds up literally on the wrong side of the tracks. Yes. And some nice people that don't have homes, they find him and they say, hey, kid, you're looking kind of rough. You can come with us to the soup kitchen. They're <clears throat> serving Thanksgiving dinner. So he goes there. He gets interviewed by Kent Brockman, who's there doing a feel-good news story. Yes. Um, so now everybody in the Simpsons family is worried about Bart. They know he's missing. They know he's at um, the soup kitchen. But by the time they call, the soup kitchen's closed. Nobody knows where Bart is. Bart comes home. And the whole thing with this episode is Bart kept refusing just on principle to refuse to le- to apologize to Lisa. He, right. he kept saying, I didn't do anything wrong. Why does she have to put her stupid centerpiece on the table? Turkey's more important than a centerpiece. And it isn't until Lisa finds Bart, he's um right. climbed up to the roof. Which also, I didn't see their treehouse. So this must have been pre-treehouse. No treehouse, yeah. Exactly. When he was climbing the tree, I thought, oh, he'll hang out in their family treehouse. But you're right, it wasn't there yet. Yeah. So he's up on the roof. Lisa hears him, or he hears Lisa, actually. He hears that Lisa's crying. That's what it is. She's crying in her room. Even though Mm -hmm. she's so mad at Bart, she's worried for him. Yeah, because she's selfless. Yeah, yeah. And so he kind of, like, calls down. "What What are the names of those internal pipes that, like, stick out of the middle of your roof? Like, they're for venting? essentially i don't know you know what i'm talking about though like every house has them yeah i forget what they're called though or if i ever knew yeah but anyway that's how he hears lisa crying in her room and that's how he calls down to her and then lisa being the the wise child that she is she really explains to bart what it means to have empathy for somebody and what it really means to have an apology come from your heart and so they make up and, yeah. and the Simpsons end up just sitting around their kitchen table having, are they just having cereal? They're having something really simple, kind of an everyday. Yeah. Food. Yeah. It was kind of like all the performative Thanksgiving stuff was over and they were truly just having any meal with the family. And that was important. And that was the special thing. Which, like you were saying, that's really true for so many families is people get so caught up in the stress of trying to cook all of these things, get the timing right. People bring their own Mm -hmm. baggage when you're inviting extended (laughs) family over. Right. And yeah, this this meal and this holiday that's supposed to be just about like connecting with your family. It just gets 
this big stress ball. Yes, exactly. Very stressful. But that's and then that's the thing about the Simpsons is they do all this outlandish behavior, but then you see that they really do care for each other. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. And then in 2020, um, they end up making a popular podcast called Guilty Grandpa, where Homer Simpson's father gets accused of murder, and it's the most popular podcast on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. Who's accusing Abe Simpson of murder, and um, who is the person he's accused of murdering? The victim. Um, so he had started dating this young old lady. So she's an old lady, but obviously not quite as ancient as grandpa. Mm -hmm. And they were on a cruise together and her body goes missing. And there's witness ear witness accounts of her saying, don't for or don't Abe, don't. And then, you know, no more sounds. So they think he pushed her overboard. And then it is the news anchor. Um, He got really jealous of all these podcasters um, getting famous and getting ad revenue. So he quit being uh, an anchor for the episode. Yeah, Kent Brockman. So he could do the guilty grandpa. And then it was a message. So it all ties back to a message of he wasn't using journalistic integrity when reporting the story on grandpa because he called the podcast guilty grandpa. So there's not a lot of wiggle room for him to end up not guilty at the end. Yeah. You can't call it not guilty grandpa people said. And then he realized that he had to shut it all down and go back to integrity, um, journal journalistic integrity. And There's a cameo by Yardley Smith, who has a true crime podcast called Small Town Dicks. So Yardley Smith plays herself and says, hi, I'm Yardley Smith, and I have a podcast. And then he goes, your voice sounds very familiar. And it's a joke. That I did hear about, about Yardley Smith playing herself on an episode of The Simpsons. But you know what? You saying this whole plot line about Kent Brockman starting a podcast because he's jealous isn't that exactly what they did with an episode a couple years ago where everybody was talking about web tv shows but but it was like kent brockman um in silhouette and also maybe crusty oh yeah that does sound familiar well they've only been on the tv for like what what did we say 30 more than 30 years more than 30 years yeah. yeah so the plots have to get recycled that's why i sang that song about like <laughs> does march have a cell phone has bard ever owned a bear um yeah. i mean that episode where they made that song that was in the 90s and they were saying it tongue-in-cheek but um it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me like if there's gonna be episodes that are literally like what they said is jokes in that song yeah Okay, well, uh, I am going to go work on my centerpiece, which Wonderful. which is Good. featuring strong bears in animation. So oh, it's gonna be. I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be Yogi. It's gonna be Boo Boo. Yogi, Boo Boo. It's gonna be the Berenstein Bears as well. Oh, wonderful. 
see you tomorrow. I can't yeah. wait. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble.